Hey homeschoolers, I'm Melissa Webb, former full-time classroom teacher and homeschool mom turned full-time business CEO and encourager to homeschool families everywhere. I am determined and dedicated to helping you in this journey that you're on. Yes, I wanna give you sound, educational, practical tips and advice, at the same time making sure that you're enjoying the family journey that you are on. So if you are looking for a place to be encouraged and inspired, you have found the perfect podcast. Homeschooling is a work of heart, is truly the perfect place to start. So welcome. Let's jump in. Hello there, homeschoolers. I certainly hope you are doing very well. I have recently been talking with my students and making some comparisons, some analogies. And in our program, we have what we call the community circle. And it's actually a wonderful space. I sub it out through a company called Circle Dot. And it's a private space similar to, it looks like a Facebook page. And students can interact with one another, yet it's private. So we know that just our Parents and students are involved in it. And one of the things that I was explaining to my students was this analogy that I have come up with recently that compares how writing an essay is a lot like building a house. Now, I actually love analogies. I'm always on the lookout for some good analogies. I love a good analogy. Do you remember the movie Forrest Gump? And remember when Forrest is sitting on the bus bench and he has this box of chocolates and he says life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're going to get i love that those are the kinds of analogies that i think are poetic in nature so of course as somebody who loves to write and loves to teach writing analogies are pretty common in my field so this particular analogy that i was explaining to my students in our community circle is how I was comparing that writing an essay is much like building a house. And I will tell you what I mean. So both building an essay, building a house, require good material to start. If you are working on an essay assignment with your child, if you're with me in real time, we're starting off a new school year, you may be thinking, what should we be writing? start with a really good topic, a topic that interests your child. That could be a persuasive topic. If you've got an opinionated child, that's a great one to start with. If you wanna do an expository topic, again, make sure that it's something your child really wants to learn about. Maybe you recently went on a walk, this happened for us the other night, and we saw two tarantulas crossing the road. And so if that were to spark my son's interest, I'd be like, let's do some study on that. So making sure that you've got good a good topic is great. And starting even off with a good narrative story, that can be fun too. But make sure it's a topic of interest. The other good material you're going to need, especially for those persuasive assignments and the expository ones, you're going to need some good research materials. So of course, we've got the Googles. You can always just type in tarantulas, for example, but don't forget to type in K and the number eight following that. Tarantulas, K 
eight, no space in between, and you will find that Google will give you more student-related research materials on that topic. It's a great way to avoid a lot of other things. There are a lot of other ways you can go and research things. Obviously, Google is probably a number one these days, but don't forget your local libraries. What a fun thing to just go and get back into the library, make a day of it, especially if you're homeschooling. That's just a fun thing to do. We used to do that every two weeks and the boys always looked forward to it. Now that's very similar to building a house, right? Because if you're gonna build a house, you want good material. You want the good wood and quality cement. Is there such a thing? You're gonna see very clearly, I am not a carpenter. I'm a writer, <laughs> but stick with me. The second thing that writing an essay and building a house both need, they both require a plan. So when you're writing your essay, you're going to want to create an outline. What is the first thing, the second thing, and the third thing you're going to be writing about? Now, whether that's one paragraph, you're going to start with your hook, give us a little bit of information about your topic, and then wrap that up with a thesis. If you are a little more advanced, your first paragraph is your introduction, your body paragraph goes into more details, and then you wrap things up in your conclusion. But a plan, that outline, takes all the research and makes sense of it. Where do these things that I learned, where do they fit? in what it is that I'm going to be writing about. And this is where we have to teach our children that sometimes you have to be like, yep, yeah, there's not room for that. Let's take that out. If you're building a house, I believe that's called the blueprint. And same thing. If you're like, I love this idea for a house, but then you try to lay it on the land and it doesn't quite fit, you might have to move some things around. I think that was another similarity. The third thing that I thought of on how writing an essay is much like building a house is that both rely on construction. <laughs> you have to actually construct the draft of your outline. So some students write their first draft from the outline. Some students go straight to typing. I will tell you there's not a right or a wrong way to do it. I don't believe. I believe both are good skills. If you feel like your child should be doing some more pen and hand practice then require that they write it out first. If your child needs more typing practice, have them type it out first. But same with building a house, that construction takes time. Whether they're sawing or they're hammering, you're constructing, you're putting it all together. It's not just enough to have the materials or even see how you wanna do it, you actually have to do it. The fourth thing that I thought of when I was thinking of this analogy is that an essay and a house both need finishing touches. So an essay is going to need some editing and some revision. And when we edit, we're actually really looking at a lot of the grammatical components. We are checking to see, is it organized appropriately? We're looking at the development. Is there enough detail? Things like that. But you also want the grammar. You also want the mechanics. That's like comma usage, proper use of quotation marks, citing your sources, things like that. And then you wanna revise, always revising. That's a great finishing touch. I teach kids to STAR their paper, and that's an acronym, S-T-A-R, and it stands for Substitute Weaker Vocabulary for Better Vocabulary, 
T, take out anything that's sounding wordy. A, add in more details or better vocabulary as well. And then R is to rearrange possibly. Maybe it makes more sense to put X before Z. I don't know, but you can change things around. With a house, those finishing touches, those are like the paint colors that you're gonna choose for the rooms. And what fixtures, light fixtures, handles, spouts, things like that. It's really important that those finishing touches have special attention given to them. The fifth thing that I thought of in this great analogy is that both writing an essay and building a house require inspection. Oh, I hope, I hope your essays are getting great inspection. In our program, we actually have WOW readers assigned to read every student's final essay. And that's important. It's great, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles. It's great that you read it, but students really appreciate when somebody who is qualified in this essay piece, who can read it and then celebrate all that student did well. They really love those kinds of accolades. And remember, be more of a cheerleader than anything else because writing is a marathon. You need to cheer them along. You may see in that inspection that there are 17 things that need fixing. But rather than just give them that whole list, which I'm sure safety inspectors do give a long list in those house inspections, but as somebody who's helping a child be a better reader, please be more gentle than that. Maybe focus on two or three things at a time and make notes for yourself as the teacher. We're gonna go back and talk about these other things later. When we do this, we absolutely help with several of them, but we remind them, hey, jot this into your memory. You're about to start another essay. Keep applying all the things you learned from this essay to the next essay and so on. The last thing that I thought of in this analogy is that an essay, a final essay, and a house that has been built are both, both best when they're fully completed. When they're fully completed, meaning when you are done, it is time to present. Share your work with more than just yourself or just a parent. This, this shouldn't just be tucked into a binder. How can you present this beautiful uh, piece of writing that you have constructed from the beginning to the end? Maybe you actually do a, pre a presentation on a smartphone and you videotape it and maybe you send it. Or maybe you do some kind of, oh, co-ed, I'm saying co-ed, but I don't mean co-ed, like a co-op is what I actually mean. So if you had a co-op with other homeschooling families, you could have the kids share what they wrote. And maybe not their whole presentation, but if they turn out super long, maybe a favorite paragraph. But just getting to present that. It's like move-in day, right? Who doesn't love move-in day when a house has been built and you've been given the keys and it's time to actually go in and enjoy just how great it is now that it is fully completed. Here's what I know. 
I cannot imagine building a house by myself. No way. And when it comes to my students, there's no way that I would want them to build these essays all by themselves. I like that I can offer them instruction. I like that I can offer them help along the way. I like that we can give them feedback. I like that we have spaces where they present in our Google meetings and they get to, in front of their peers, share portions of what it is that they're working on. That builds a team. And if you've ever been to a construction site, you never see it done single-handedly. You see a team of construction workers. And that's what we have here. We have a team of essay helpers. We have WOW readers. We have WOW leaders. Everybody is here to help your child succeed. So can you do great essay writing all on your own? Absolutely. There are so many great curriculums out there. But if you want to join our team and really have some fun along the way, I just want to encourage you to come on over and check things out at writeonweb.com. I hope to see you sign up for some of the things that we offer. Done. Well, thanks so much for tuning in and listening this week. Hey, if this was something that you found valuable, don't forget you want to subscribe or follow so that every time a new episode is dropped, you'll be the first to know. And hey, before you go, if you are looking to get some of this academic writing under your belt and outsourced so that it's one less thing freeing you up to enjoy more time with your family, hey, you're going to want to head over to Write on Web. to see what kinds of resources and materials I have available for you. I will look forward to seeing you there and I will look forward to seeing you here in our next episode. Right on.